All right, Ron. Let's get to the nuts and bolts of this situation here. I mean, in many ways, this is a Mason Rudolph story with a lot of tentacles. This feels bigger than a playoff game even. There's, it feels like the future of the Steelers' quarterback position is at stake. You had a very interesting take on Tomlin seemingly going out of his way to not overpraise Mason Rudolph. And you said your theory, or at least one of your theories, was maybe he doesn't want to go overboard because he doesn't think Mason is that good. Could be. Could be. I think it's more to do with Pickett, though. Um, he still lists Pickett as number one on the depth chart. I know hopefully we're going to hear the question. And he, he had a rather snippy answer to it uh, yesterday. I just think that he's looking at it this way, that you know Pickett will be the number one guy going into next year. Maybe would like to do that now, but can't because, you know, Mason's played well. The team seems to believe in him. Um, it's just interesting. Why would he be number one on the depth chart? Not that the depth chart means anything. And and part of his snippy answer was, we don't care what's on a piece of paper. But he, it just it struck me for three weeks now, he has a hard time saying anything really favorable about Mason. He wants to keep it very, very clear that our backup quarterback has a hot hand, rightly or wrongly. Let's just talk how Tomlin is right. portraying this. Our backup quarterback simply has a hot hand. That's it. Kenny's still the starter. And the way that he answered this question indicated that this is a hot-button topic for him, that this is a very sensitive topic. This was, this was easily detonated in any number of ways, this question. Easily detonated. Sense of humor? Really? Kenny's still first on the depth chart? I haven't looked at a depth chart in three weeks. I'm trying to get to the playoffs. It's just a depth chart. Something like that. He could have said anything except getting a little hot and bothered by the question, which is precisely what happened. And that told me that, yeah, this is a sensitive topic. No doubt. As Chris Adamski from the Trib tweeted out, uh, the Steelers regularly replenish their depth chart, Ron. Right? I mean, obviously, Benton moved ahead of Adams, as he says, depth chart updated. Mason was moved ahead of Mitch on the depth chart when that happened right away. Mitch didn't last long as the one and two and or two. but He doesn't care about Mitch. But but this it, it, so if it's not a big deal, then, you know, our quarterbacks, yeah, Mason's playing now. Mitch, I don't know what he is. Kenny's the – whatever. Oh no, they went they they went and and absolutely updated the depth chart with Mason over Mitch faster than uh faster than give me a, a metaphor here. Tyreek Hill. Faster than you replace faster than Tyreek Hill. There you I go. I like it. Thank or you. faster than he replaced Falsey, right? Yeah. Who? So who, let's who who, who? Let, let's take a listen here. <laughs> Because again, I just thought this this question right at the end was just easily dismissed, deflected, and Tomlin is very, very good at that, by the way. But he let this this is Ashley Leotis, I believe, of PXI with a very, very a good, I think a good question and a rather innocent question. Let's play it. Can you pick it still listed as the first quarterback there? Why aren't you ready to maybe commit to Mason at that spot whenever Mitch and Mason switched earlier this season? I'm sorry, what's your question again? 
why isn't Mason listed as the first quarterback with Kenny Hill? Would it make you feel better if I did? We're going about our business, cultivating a plan to win this week. We care less about division of labor in terms of what's on pieces of paper and depth charts and so forth, and more strategically how we utilize the tools at our disposal in the effort to cure victory. I've been transparent with you guys. He's got the hot hand. He's going to maintain control of the ball. I don't know why that is a, an issue, to be quite honest with you. Then why put very, Mason over Mitch? Very snippy answer. As soon as it happened. Very, you know, very snippy answer. I yeah. Um, I, there's something, I mean, he's trying to protect Pickett, maybe protect himself because he pushed to draft Pickett number yeah. one. Yeah. I don't think there's any question. Now, things change. We talked about things in sports changing all the time, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if Mason leads them to a playoff win or even more, maybe things change. But right. if, if they go to Buffalo and lose – and Mason's, you know, not not the star, not the villain, just plays okay and they lose, which is possible. Yeah. I think Pickett's the number one guy going into camp next year because we don't even know if Mason will be here for one thing. Right. But I, I, th- I, I, I think even if they do re-sign <clears throat> Mason, Pickett will go to camp number one. Well, let's hear from you on this. I'd love to hear from people on whether they already think that Rudolph should have supplanted Pickett even for next year in your minds out there. I guess bottom line, are we believing the Mason Rudolph story? And if so, to what extent? To what extent? Is is this a backup just getting hot? I forget how the Cinderella story goes, Ron. My metaphors are horrible today. What happens at the end? The the slipper thing? Does she turn into... The ugly pumpkin at midnight or whatever. Is that what I'm thinking of? Is that what happens, Austin? She didn't turn. Did she turn into a pumpkin? Not pumpkin, but no, not just. What was the slipper theme? She loses all her beauty at midnight, doesn't she? Or am I thinking of something else? No, the glass slipper. Tell me more about the glass slipper. What's the story? Do you want me to pull up a full description of Cinderella for you? No, just your understanding of it. She becomes a beautiful princess. Yes. Of sorts. But only because she's wearing a glass slipper, and correct? Doesn't, it ha- doesn't she go back at midnight? And at midnight, she goes back to not being that, but yes. something happens. What happens? This is really drawn yeah, out as a metaphor, Ron. This is really... He's, I, you're all I wanted to say was, is the glass slipper going to what? Break. Break. Get yeah, lost. That works, right? Get lost. Yeah, works. Get lost. Is Mason Rudolph's glass slipper going to break? It has to at some point, you'd think. Why? A lot of people don't. A lot of people, and I, I would bet Chris Hoke, who's going to be in with us tomorrow, would say Mason's just getting started. You could even make the argument that, listen, Mason, they, they pulled the guy out of mothballs after a couple of years. This might only get better. What he's done, and I'm playing that side of it here, what he's done is remarkable for a guy who hadn't played in a competitive game in how many days? And now all of a sudden he comes back and plays well, well, well. Forever. So what happens when he starts to warm up to the task? You know what I mean, Ron? That's that that side of the argument. I'm sure we're going to get calls from people who say he's already, he's better than Pickett. He should be their starter next year. Okay. Well, what happens if he absolutely stinks in this game? If the glass slipper does shatter, if that metaphor works, what happens then? It just feels like there's a lot riding on this here as far as their quarterback situation. I agree with you that I don't think – I think Tomlin wants to protect Pickett here and wants to protect himself. I'm the guy that chose him. There's been a 
you know, a certain set of circumstances presented to us here. So we're just innocently riding the backup, right. seeing where it goes. Nothing yeah. to see here, especially not the depth chart. Right? No, there's no doubt. And, and you know, and we've speculated why Pickett had the surgery, thinking he, he wasn't going to lose his job because of the injury. And Tomlin just trying to protect him a little bit, protect his feelings. Right. I don't know. And I, I mean, I, all I, we can do is speculate on it. Right. Exactly. And the other side of it, the other argument would be Mason Rudolph. Come on. He came in and played what are now the 30th and 31st ranked defenses in the NFL. Kenny Pickett had just had a great game against the Bengals. Literally had just had one three weeks earlier. But they only scored 16 points, though. Yeah, Deontay dropped a touchdown. It should have been 23. I'm just playing the other side of it here. Kenny Pickett had what we all acknowledge was the best game of his career, and they beat the Bengals. Okay, so Mason comes in, scores a few more points, and beats the Bengals. Then he beats a horrific defense in Seattle. I think they're 31st they finished the season. And then he beats the Ravens practice squad. That's the other side of the argument. One side says, this guy's just getting going. This is absolutely for real. He's already better than Pickett, and he should, he should in Tomlin's mind, already be the starter for next year. The other side says, it's Mason Rudolph, for God's sakes. Let's see him do it against a real defense in a real uh, nasty environment. Right. Um, in a playoff situation, then I'll believe. 412-928-9370. 928-9370. Do you believe in Mason Rudolph? And if you do, to what extent? Are there still picket backers out there? I will point out, just as a factual piece of evidence, that since Matt Canada left, Kenny Pickett is completing 73% of his passes. He's 31 of 43 for 348 yards. No touchdowns, but also no picks. It's not like Mitch is tearing it up touchdown-wise. He has three touchdowns in three games. He also leads the NFL. Small sample. What's smaller, Ron? Mason, sample size, or Kenny's hands? I I knew you were going to go there with that. I knew that for some reason. Would you like to make a pick there? (laughs) Three games is still a small sample. Leads the NFL in completion percentage and passer rating. So there's a lot here. And then there's the way Tomlin is handling the whole situation and what you interpret from that. That's the story here. It's Mason Rudolph, for God's sakes. He makes he makes everything different. It almost feels like, Ron, if they had snuck into the playoffs, like they're, all, they're always on the, on the edge either way every right. year. They're just in or just out. It feels like if Pickett had continued to play mediocre and they sneak by in a couple games and get in, I think it would have an entirely different feeling than than this sudden um, miraculous emergence of Mason Rudolph. Right. What the hell has happened here? I, I, it's I Mason just, Rudolph. I just think he's given them their best quarterback play in two years. Maybe in, three. In, in, in a small sample size, and I understand that. And we might be singing an entirely – uh, different song if they get blown out this week and he's bad. Um, but I think he's given them their best play. So and to I, what extent and, do you I, believe in him? Do you and, think and, this continues? Do you uh, think he's going to be a, the starter here next year? No, I don't. I don't. Because I'm not even sure he's coming back here, for one thing. That's the other thing. If, if Tom, he comes back. I don't think he'll be the starter next year. Do you, now, again, that could change. I said one way, if he stinks and they lose, if he plays great again, then it could open eyes even more. 
But if you're asking me right now who will be the Steelers starter on opening day next year, I'm going to say Pickett. Do you believe what you're seeing is real and sustainable from Mason Rudolph? I got to see a little more. But what I do feel, and I mentioned this before, being in that locker room, the players seem to believe in Mason. And I never quite felt that same way with Pickett. They'd say all the right things, but they seem to be very relaxed and comfortable with Rudolph. Yeah, I'll buy that. But what I'm also hearing is a no when I ask you to believe this no, is I gotta sustainable. See a more. I got to see a little more. Me too. I got to see a little more. But I, you know, I said after I got to see a lot more. Yeah. I mean, he could even play well in Buffalo, and it's still only four games, right? I, uh, I mean, I, uh, you know, mentioned this yesterday. Now what? I know I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about, Mason? Sustainability over Sustainability, time. Sustainability. Yeah, I mean, no, I mentioned after the first game in in against Cincinnati that they should go back to Pickett because I didn't believe that Mason could do it again. Yeah. Well, then uh, he played Seattle and he did it again. And then he played uh, Baltimore in horrendous conditions. Didn't, you know, what did, what did Tomlin say about Duck a couple years ago? He didn't kill us. Yeah. And he made the one big play to Deontay. Right. So I've seen it three in a row now. I want to see it again. In a very, very, against a very different defense than any he's faced. You're talking about a top four scoring defense in the NFL. But apparently their run defense is horrendous. I wouldn't say horrendous. I disagree with I that. I thought it was 28th or something in the league, or I don't know. No, Maybe it's an, yard, it's, yards per carry against, it's really low. Well, at home, they're only allowing 90 yards per game on the ground. I don't, I don't, uh, honestly, having watched the Bills, I don't think there's anything horrendous about their defense. Okay. Um, they've had some bad games. I'll acknowledge that against the run. But at home, they're a different defense. And... Again, allowing only 90 yards on the ground. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Under 100 yards per week. By the way, I was looking up um, the top scoring defenses in the NFL this year, Ron. And the top five are Baltimore, Kansas, Cleveland, Kansas City, San Francisco, Buffalo, and Dallas. Guess okay. who's sixth? Steelers. Yes. Where's Cleveland? Six-ranked scoring defense. Cleveland is outside the top ten. Wow, at twenty-one-three. Yeah, they fell. They fell off late in the year. In some instances, they were they were allowing some points and yards to teams late in the year. Um, but anyway, I digress. Do you think Mason Rudolph? If you had to choose right now, city limits. I'll include you in this one. You. And Ron and I have become owners of a sports team, an NFL team. And you're choosing right now. I've only given you two choices for your franchise quarterback moving forward. Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph. Who are you choosing, Limits? I'm probably going back to Kenny Pickett next season just because I feel like the bottom is going to fall out for Rudolph because that's just typically what we see from a lot of backup quarterbacks. I'm not convinced that he is – a revelation like Geno Smith. He is the second coming of Geno Smith with Seattle. I'm just not convinced of it yet. I thought yet. that was very well stated by Limits for very, that side of the argument. I'm giving you a choice very, now, Ron. You start a franchise. Who's your uh, guy? I only have those two. Yeah. I'm going to take Rudolph. So I just, am I, I right just, now. I just don't believe in Pickett. Uh, uh, you know, uh, and I, I, I believe me, I'm not sitting there thinking I'm going to win a Super Bowl with Mason Rudolph. Yeah, as a franchise quarterback, I'm not even close to saying that. Nope. But nobody's I, asking. I you have that. not seen an, anything 
from Pickett, a drive here, a drive there to make me think he's a special quarterback. I think that Mason Rudolph is better than Kenny Pickett. And I can't believe that those words just came out of my mouth. Of course, I also believe Josh Allen, Tua, Lamar, Joe Flacco and Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, C.J. Stroud, Trevor Lawrence, Anthony Richardson, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Sam Howell, Jared Goff, Jordan Love, Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, <sighs> Brock Purdy, Matthew Stafford, Geno Smith, and Kyler Murray. You're are saying better those than are Pickett. all better than Pickett. Yep. Yeah. I can't argue with that. To name just a few, Ron. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, honestly, all these, I honestly believe that. Of all these young guys, this Jordan Love in Green Bay, you know, obviously C.J. Stroud going to be rookie of the year. Um, but Jordan Love as a young guy, I mean, he just he looks so much better, doesn't he? Oh, my God. In the, last eight, in the last eight games, he's got 18 touchdowns and one pick. <laughs> That's Come on, we've good. all been watching football for a million years, right? Sometimes well, we get city, it. City limits hasn't. But well, for five years. Yeah, uh, 15, 20 years. Even people whose very livelihoods depend on evaluating quarterbacks, like, like whether they feed their family or not, and they've been in football for 40 years, get it wrong on quarterbacks. But we all know when we're watching something that's pretty good, and we all know when we're watching something that's bad. Jordan Love is really good. They don't get a lot of quarterbacks it, wrong in Green Bay. It doesn't take a genius to see that. And Kenny Pickett, from what we've seen, I won't say is really bad. I'll say is pretty average, he looks like to me. That doesn't mean that it won't change. But as Brian Billick said when he was on with us, Bill Walsh once told him, yeah, about 25 starts, you know what you have. Come on, you know what you have. And it's been 24 starts for Kenny. So 4-1-2. 928-9370. 928-9370. Do you believe in this Mason Rudolph story? And if you so, if, if you believe in Mason, to what extent? Give us a couple calls. Give us one or two here, Limits. Let's go. We have a ton of calls. Let's start with John in Morgantown. Hello, John. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You have the best show on radio. Why, Appreciate thank you. so much. Ron, would you want to say Listen, thank you to I'm him? Very kindly, thank you. <laughs> I listen to you guys all the time. Listen, I just want to say thanks for recognizing that Tomlin is not given uh, what I would call even due respect to uh, Rudolph. In fact, I would say Rudolph pretty much has saved the season or, or at least the playoffs. And don't get me wrong, I know that it takes more than Rudolph, but uh, for not even to acknowledge his contribution at a high level is 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 really earth-shattering to me. Uh, and if he goes in and wins on Sunday, uh, I don't care what anybody does. I hope they hold Tomlin to the fire as far as recognizing Rudolph. No one does. And I do think... Why do you Rudolph think he's not? Why do you think he's not? Ron and I think in a way it's to protect Pickett. <laughs> there's no question about it. And, 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 and there's no question about it. If you know football at all, he is, he is protecting Pickett. And listen, we're all fans of Pickett. We want Pickett to succeed. However, not not to the fa fact of not recognizing what Rudolph has done here. I mean, he is not even 
Am so I, it sounds it, to answer the question at hand like you're, you're like you're a Mason believer. You think this is sustainable. You think when we look up in one, two, three, five years, Mason Rudolph's yes. going to be having a really good NFL career. Am I reading you right? You are. Let me just say one thing. I don't think Rudolph's going to come back because he cannot, in my opinion, just mine, he cannot trust Tomlin. And everything that Tomlin doesn't say about Rudolph proves that every day. And I hope somebody holds Tomlin to the fire of that. And I love Tomlin. But it, how he's treating him is not correct. Just not. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the call. I mean, I don't think he's insulting him necessarily. No, he no, is saying he's not, given he, us what we thought he would give us. He just doesn't go out of his way praise to praise him. The is very limited, yes. And when it came to the other guys yesterday, the, the off-the-couch guys, he, he, he goes nuts for them. Next, Limits. Who's next? Tony in Lower Burrow. Lower Burrow, Ron, a place I used to cover for the Valley News Dispatch. Yes, I did. Hello, Tony. Yeah. Absolutely. Hi, guys. Hey, listen, I have a question. Um, whenever Rudolph was drafted, do you think that that was somebody else's pick or did Tomlin uh, uh, pick him? I don't think Tomlin picked him and maybe he didn't want him. So somebody else said, hey, listen, we're going to draft this guy. And now that we got Pickett, obviously Tomlin was so happy. He says, hey, we got our guy. We got our guy. Do you think that could be part of the reason because he wasn't Tomlin's pick? Uh, you know, Kevin Colbert and he worked together. I, I would think if if Mike Tomlin absolutely didn't want Mason Rudolph in the third round of that draft, I don't think they would have taken him. I tend to agree. Let's make and, only, and let's make no mistake. My only guys. No, no, we appreciate the call. Let's make no mistake about this. Mason Rudolph was brought in here with the idea that eventually he would replace Ben. Yep. And that's what separated him from every other Ben backup who was brought in by any means in Ben's whole career. And maybe that's why Ben uh, seemed to resent the pick and him from the minute he walked through the door. But, Ron, at some point, Mike Tomlin decided that Mason Rudolph not only wasn't his guy but would never be his guy. And I always think back to the Miles Garrett incident and then the next game at Cincinnati where whoever was calling the game that week said, hey, we talked to Tomlin this week, and he said, we're going to find out what Mason's made of in Cincinnati. And that game was an absolute disaster. Ended up benching him at halftime for duck. For a duck. For a duck. For a man who spent a lot of his life making duck calls limits and ever since then i mean it's just obvious in their actions that tomlin doesn't believe in mason rudolph or didn't he just went to him out of desperation he had he has been watching mason and mitch practice for what the last two years and every time every time he had to make a choice between the two he chose Mitch for the contract to come back as the backup to replace Kenny, and he he stayed with him. I went back and looked as as long ago as as October thirtieth. I wrote, "How about we take a look at 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 Mason here?" And again, I don't. I, uh, you wanted to, you had it was morbid curiosity. Yep, yes, curiosity. And I remember saying, "I think it's killing Pickett to be playing in this horrendous offense. Spare him and put Mason in there." Then I definitely, and I think you were saying too, by the time the, the the Patriots debacle happened, get him out of there. And yet Tomlin still didn't go to Mason 
if you're not going to go to Mason after what you saw from Mitch against New England uh, in the Arizona game after Kenny was hurt, all of that, then I don't know what you're, then you, then you must not have thought very much of Mason. I don't think that's a leap of logic, is it? No, I don't think it's a leap of logic. I think he just felt like uh, I got to try something else. What I'm doing isn't working. So, you know, I'm posing the question to you and to everybody out there, but, but man, I'd love to pose it to Tomlin with truth serum. Do you believe in this Kenny Pickett story? Do you believe this is sustainable? Because this is a guy that, quite frankly, you had no use for for a long time. You, you and ma- and, mean and I don't blame you okay. for not having much use You mean use Mason. For him. You said yeah. you believe in the Kenny Pickett story. Oh, the I'm sorry. Mason yeah, Rudolph. the Mason Rudolph okay. story. The Mason Rudolph story. I don't think he does. I could be wrong. Or else he probably would have played him against the Colts. If he had yeah, enough and, faith and, in Rudolph. And before and the final two minutes. A million other times. Before yeah. the two minutes. So, all right, we'll continue this conversation. The pizza's here, Joe. Nine Our pizza's here today. 93.70. That's right. Slice on Broadway. What a place. They always take care of us on Wednesdays. Uh, four tickets to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. We have them. You could even join Cook and Joe there on January 26th as they broadcast live on location. Let's go to caller number four to our dear friend, Austin City Limits. 412-928-9370. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia. Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And the fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates Personal Injury Law Firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. It says so right in their motto. I love it. It comes right from the top, right from Bob Beal, who's built a plumbing company empire. Makes me smile every time I read it. Quote, we're Mr. Rooter. Call us. We're the best plumbers in the business. That's the best advice I can give to you if you have any kind of plumbing problem, something simple, something major. The only people to call Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 412 Rooter 2 is the number. I'll do it again. 412 Rooter 2. Um, the website is mrrooterpittsburgh.com. 20 plus years, almost 21 years in this market now, getting bigger, stronger all the time. Bob Bill really has built a plumbing company empire. Phones answer 24 hours a day, weekends, holidays, round the clock. Um, financing is available. As I said, uh, I can't recommend them enough. If it's a simple plumbing problem, you call 412-ROOTER-2. Something more complicated, you call 412-ROOTER-2. I've been saying it for going on three years now. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Steelers sign punter Brad Wing back to the practice squad after spending a couple of games with the Steelers in relief of an injured Presley Harvin earlier on this season. Pitt basketball lost to number 11 Duke at the Pete, 75-53. to Bob Carrington, 10 points for the Panthers. Penguins tomorrow. Canucks in town at PPG Paints Arena at 7 p.m. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefam.com.